on today's episode of Neverending Season. R.I.P. Mike Clev. It's been a long day without you, Mike Clev. But maybe if you didn't break the rules, you'd still be here. We loved you, oh friendly sunshine. But you were fucking stupid and you went to dinner when you knew you weren't supposed to. Uh, we get into some notable NFL cuts and um, it's NFL stuff. Hey, NFL is upon us. NFL comes out, starts, comes out. Jesus Christ. NFL starts in what? It's less than less than seven days, like less five than, days. Yeah, five days. Five days, baby. All on this episode. Never ending season. Let's do it. Welcome back to another episode of Never... That was kind of weird. Like, the intro there, I didn't let it play very long. That, was, that threw me off a little bit, but welcome back to another episode. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, hey, hey. I don't, know what to get in. I don't even know what to get into. Like, before I like, snapped my fingers and it was the end of the week and, like, we hadn't recorded it, and I'm just like, ah! Ah! Hey, hey, we had some fantasy drafts to take care of this week, all right? Oh, yeah, real, real serious business. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's just get straight into it. Uh, yeah. As you heard in the intro, like, hey, rest in peace, Mike. Mike Clev, we're, we're gonna miss you. I uh, I had the very very hot take of beginning of the season that Mike Clev was gonna win the uh, Cy Young Award. Uh, he came, he sputtered a little bit first couple games of the season. Came out sputtered. Uh, but I thought he started to pick it up a little bit, and then he broke the rules. So, uh, hey, less than all the kids out there. I mean, I'm a big advocate on some rules are made to be broken. I don't listen to all the rules, but like, you gotta listen to some of the rules. Like, some of the rules are good. I know, like, we well, are we're an over over. Uh, I don't even know how to say. It. I can't words. We have too many rules, but like, obviously, some of them are necessary. I just think the fact that he like like playset got caught going out, and then he was like, "Yeah, I can't believe anyone would uh you know um let the team down like that and break the rules and the what times were in yada yada yada." And then the next day, it's like, "Oh yeah, Clevenger was there too, and he lied to everyone and took the plane back with Carlos Carrasco and Tito Francona, who are at risk." Um, that was when I was like, "You know what? We can get a good haul for this guy. I know he's young and he's really good, but maybe it's just not worth the locker room distress." Yeah, I mean, when when a couple of players came out and said they weren't going to play, uh, unless he was cut, you know, that's a that's yeah. a, I guess that's a sign. Uh, what's his name? Still hadn't been called back up. Pleasek. Uh, yeah, Pleasek hadn't been called back mm-hmm. up yet. Clev got called back up, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's going to be a, it's his, you know, show out game." They're they're just letting him showing what he's got, so they can get some. But they got a pretty big haul for him. I'm not going to lie, they got uh, a top prospect at shortstop, and then uh, a couple other players, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, like, I mean, what's what he's worth, you know? Maybe we should have traded. Uh, maybe we should trade Bieber now and just get a bunch because we no. all, obviously the, huh. Indi- the Indians, the Indians are the team that they're not going to win the World Series, but they're gonna they they're a freaking pitching factory, but they hold on to their pitchers just a little bit too long. Well, that's the, even that's the thing. Either they, that, I don't understand. I don't know where I'm going with this because they let CC Sabathia go, but I don't think they traded him. I think they let him walk. No, they right. might. have... I don't fucking know. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. I think they traded him to Milwaukee. 
Regardless, they traded. Okay. They pretty sure they know. traded CC. They traded Cliff Lee in his prime. They should have. They they they, you know. Uh, what am I trying to say? Not busted. <laughs> busted. <laughs> they uh, they pump faked the money shot with Corey Kluber. Didn't trade him right away. Yeah. Should have. Yeah. Um, let me think of some other great pitch. They Bauer. Trevor Bauer probably should have traded him before he became a drama, drama queen. Uh, let's. Well, I mean, he's still a good pitcher, but. Let me think. What's the oh, blah, 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 blah. Danny Salazar probably should have traded him when he was great because let's see what happened. No, nothing really happened with him. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they probably traded Clev like at the perfect time. Although you probably could have gotten. I, I think Clev's just going up and up and up. So like, he'll probably be worth. Yeah. He probably would have been worth more after this season, after next season. But he was. He only had one year left on his contract. So yeah. Apparently, like a bunch of managers and. Stuff I saw on Twitter, like a bunch of AL managers were saying the Indians knocked this trade out of the park, which I don't know if that's true. A lot of people know a lot more about baseball than me, but like I don't know anything about baseball, guys. Uh, like, I just know Josh throw Naylor the ball, hit the ball. Pretty solid. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Throw the ball. Yeah. Hit the ball. Josh Naylor looks pretty solid. Um, Gabriel Arias is like I guess a top shortstop prospect to probably replace Lindor. So that'll be fun. Um, and then, what's his name? Austin Hedges, I guess. I don't know. That's like the catcher that everyone's excited about. So we'll see what's going We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. That's baseball talk. Thank you, Mr. Malfaro, for helping Keaton plant grass. It looks beautiful. I've never seen it. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure it just looks great with your, your nice little tiller and whatnot. So uh, kudos to you. Indians, I believe, are still in first place in the AL Central. Uh, they just won tonight, four to three, they over sure the Brewers. Um, yeah, hey, maybe the Indians are gonna pull it together and just win themselves the World Series, and then trade Lindor this offseason. So, because let's be honest, Lindor is not gonna be an Indian for much longer. Unfortunately, no unfortunately, yeah. we have a, we have a it, the Indians' top prospect is um, a shortstop, and they just traded for another mm-hmm. prospect shortstop. So. It, all signs lead to Lindor's going. He's just gone. So, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But, yeah, moving on to – that's baseball talk. Again, Mr. Malfar, I love you. Um, <laughs> notable NFL cuts. So, this is this is Keaton's thing. I, I can only think – I just – I've been doing a lot. All right. Notable cuts. Let's, 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 let's think of cuts. Leonard Fournette was cut. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leonard Fournette is now in the Buccaneers. Yeah. So, that's that's something. Uh we go into a little bit. I think that's not a surprising destination for me. They've been hyping Ronald Jones up a lot out of there, but if Isaac also drafted Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette back to back, and I draft, draft last I night. drafted Leonard Fournette first, and then Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones was ranked like in the fifties, and like he just kind of sat there, and so I was like, yeah. I don't really want him. And then the next round came around, I was like, Well, he's there. So yeah, uh, I think Bruce Arians came out and said Ronald Jones is their guy right now. Um, for fantasy reasons, I'm not, you know, I don't really want anyone in that backfield, like, unless it's like real late, but, uh, I think by the end of the year, Fournette will be the guy. I think he's like still pretty good. I mean, we can talk about him. We'll get into him against some other Rainbacks in the league, um, later on, but I don't know. I think by the end of the year, he'll be there like number one for sure. Uh, Leonard Fournette. But, yeah, like, that was, what was that? Leonard Fournette. Yes, definitely. Uh, it would be yeah. weird if he wasn't. Yeah. Um, Although. That was like the biggest. Sorry, go ahead. 
I was going to say that was like the biggest name for sure. Although, <laughs> um, I just don't know how well it, how well he fits with Brady. Although you could make the argument that Garrett Blount was like the same player, just a little bit bigger. Yeah. But I guess Brady's played with both. He's played with like the James Whites and the Deion, uh, Deion Lewis's and the such and such of, the, of that world. And he's also played with Blount. But really the only big guy he's played with is Blount, right? Blunt, Blount, whatever his name is. Blunt, blunt, uh, blunt, whatever. Sonny Michelle's kind of like Fournette. Yeah, but he's how how much did he actually play with him? Like he he was never well, like true. the guy. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I mean, uh, I don't know. But like none of those guys are really like a James White kind of guy. Like Jones kind of is. That's what I'm saying. Ronald like, Jones is like kind of like ish. He can catch the ball. How about Lashawn McCoy, boy. He's not, no. He's I'm surprised, <laughs> I'm surprised he, he made cut. the roster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, like, other than that, the, speaking of Tom Brady's old team, the biggest cut, this actually surprised me more than Fournette, was Mohamed Sanu getting cut. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck or heck they're doing with him. Like, they traded that, him, like, traded a second-round pick a second to get him. second-round pick, that's a lot, dude. Yeah, he sprained his like, ankle in the preseason, or yeah. this preseason, and then they're just like, yeah, we don't want him anymore. <laughs> like, they don't, it's not like they're deep at receiver. Like, it's like Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry. Damaged goods, we don't want him. Demire Bird. That's about it right now. I don't. I can't even. Uh, what's the other guys? Jacoby Myers. Like no one that good. Yeah, I do. I, um, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. Like that hype video came out where Cam and Mosa knew were doing workouts together, and then it's like, nope, see ya. Yeah, we don't want you, Mo. Like I mean, but has he has he ever been? I mean, when he was when he was with Cincinnati, he was he was okay. Like he was a good number two, right? But. Yeah. AJ Green, but then he went to the Fal went to the Falcons, right? Yeah, went to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Was just kind of there. He was the obvious number two uh, to you know Julio, but yeah. was, isn't to the Calvin Ridley standard that he Calvin Ridley kind of no, took that no, space, no. but then Calvin Ridley's a little better, and then mm-hmm. obviously now he's doesn't have a team. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I think he'll get picked up, but like yeah. But where it's I don't even just, I don't like there's nowhere that I could be like that would be a great fit for Mosanu because Mosanu is just another guy. He's not a number one receiver. Yeah. He's, not, he's not even really a number two receiver to be honest. He might maybe, but like he's just he's never even been. Has he ever produced to the point of saying yeah that's my number two receiver? Other than Cincinnati. No. Okay. No, but like, he's definitely like on the thinnest. They have to have the thinnest receiving core in the NFL. True. True. So like then again, like if they have the thinnest receiving core in the NFL and they cut him, like where's where's he going? Yeah, you know? but Bill's like, a little weird. Yeah. They're yeah, that's true. GM, so yeah, they're a little Bill's weird like, what they do. I just that has to be one of the biggest misses the Patriots have ever done. Like they gave up a second. That's a lot. And I don't know. I know it was kind of like a different philosophy last year. They were kind of just going for it with Brady for another year, but I don't just know. send it, brother. Yeah. Old Tom. I'm trying to pull up the Patriots 53. Now, here it is. So they have, they have Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, like you said. Oh, that guy. Gunner, Gunner Olszewski. Olsz, Olsz, oh, he made it? Yeah, Olszewski. Yeah. Olszewski. Olszewski. Gunner O. Yeah. Demary Bird and Jacoby Myers. So they won two. They only have three, four, five. Five, six, six receivers? I guess that's not terrible. That's but I feel like hey, that's want, a, I don't know. That's a Taewon Taylor destination, maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're just gonna trade for another receiver. Yeah. 
So Taewon Taylor got cut. That one didn't really surprise me. But um, the Browns cut cut down their roster quite a bit. I think the most surprising cuts were for us AJ Green at corner and uh, what's the other guy's name? Rob o- Olumade. Oh no, another name you want me to say? Robert, let me let me just look, brother. I'll, I'll bring it up right in front of me. Whoever this guy Ola, is, he had a really good yeah, camp. Yeah, that's what they were talking. Let me see. Um, R- R- no, Donovan. Oh, it's a Lumba. Donovan Lumba. That one was oh, hard. I called him Robert. I'm sorry. Anyway, Robert Jackson um, also got cut. Yeah, um, but the Browns also kept five tight ends, which I think Isaac and I were talking about this earlier. Stefanski is means- reinventing the wheel, and he's gonna have the zero five package. <laughs> well. Or Njoku is getting traded. Njoku, we only kept two quarterbacks. Njoku is our third string quarterback for for the zero five package. There we go. So that's what's happening. Um. Yeah. So the Browns kept five tight ends. That was kind of surprising. What else happened? Uh, nothing. I mean, nothing. The Dolphins cut Josh Rosen. I don't know where that wow. takes him at this point. Um, he'll get picked up. I think the Rams are the yeah. best spot for him personally. Yeah, I think that's a good spot. I, heard I was talking about the Ra- Yeah, go ahead. I was saying the Raiders, but either one. Yeah. Well, the Raiders have Mariota, too. So, I don't know. But Gruden loves those young guys, man. That's true. Uh, I just think, like, who, who is Jared? They said this on Cleveland Browns Daily, and I was like, that makes a whole, hell of a lot of sense. Um, let's pull up the Rams 53. Is it Luplo? No, I don't think so. So, they only have two. So, Jared Goff yeah. and John Wolford. Who the hell is John Wolford? I don't know. Exactly. Oh, J- Jake Lutton is... Oh, the Jaguars backup. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, God, they have a rookie backing up Minshew. Yikes. Um, That's another thing is that they, they cut basically all of their veterans, all of their veteran yeah. quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. We didn't even get to talk about... Uh, la, 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 la. Us training for Ronnie Harrison. Love that move. Um yeah. Got him for a fifth round pick. I always thought when he was at Bama with Minka, he was super underrated just because he was playing next to Minka. And I think he'll he'll make a difference for the Browns. But I think that's it as far as like notable cuts go. I'm trying to think if there was anyone else really. Oh, Lynn Bowden got traded Adrian, already. Adrian which, Peterson. Oh, Adrian Peterson, yeah, that's right. Anywhere uh, you could see him going? The Bears. Uh, yeah, the Bears <laughs> still they the still need more running backs. Bears, yeah. Patriots. Uh, you know what? Fucking send it to Tampa. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, get all the old guys in Fournette. Yeah. Uh, um, but Lynn Bowden getting traded already is really surprising to me. He was like kind of a played receiver, running back, QB in college guy. Barely played running back, mainly played receiver and QB at Kentucky. They drafted him in the third round. Um, the the Raiders did to play running back. And I guess it's been so bad that, like, three months later with, like, 12 padded practices, they're like, you know what? We're sending them to the Dolphins for, like, I don't even know what they got back, a fifth maybe? It was not a good trade for them. Like, I've never seen someone give up on a third-round pick that quick. Well, that's a lie I have, but, like, very rare. Um, So I guess they're just admitting their mistake and moving on. But we'll see if he does anything in Miami. I guess Miami – sees him more as a receiver than a running back, so he'll go back to playing receiver there. Well, he's just one of those guys that's kind of like an in-between, kind of like a Curtis Samuel, but like Samuel kind of caught yeah. on as 
Well, Samuel did, Samuel was like a running back, and then they're like, eh, go yeah. with the receiver. Eh, come back, play running back. He's just versatile enough. They're like, just do whatever you got to do. Um, yeah. Browns gave up on, uh, quote-unquote, gave up on Chad Thomas. Chad Thomas was drafted in 2018. Mm-hmm. 17? Eight. No, 18. He was drafted in 2018, wasn't he? When was Miles drafted? 2017. He was drafted in 2017. Yeah, I, I think. think he, so. he, I think you know. I think you're right. He was 20 2017. Yeah. 2017 didn't was inactive all of 2017. Yeah. 2018, I lied. Hey, I, I, fuck! Look at me. Fucking stats, brother. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, was drafted in 2018 with Baker and Chubb and all them. Uh, was inactive all of 2018. Came back, made the roster last year by the skin of his teeth. And then this year, new new uh, new regime came in. They're like, yeah, we don't need you. What is uh? We have a white defensive end who's just Porter jacked Gustin. all the hell. Porter Gustin, dude, I love him. I'm so as soon as I saw him, I was like, that guy needs to make the roster. Yeah, I think he's a little bit shorter yeah, than everyone else, but he's just fucking yoked. He's a five star recruit out of high school. Went to USC, didn't do as much as they thought he would, and you know, but like you gotta bet on guys like that. He played well last year, bro. That guy. That guy. I saw him, took one look at him, and was like, that boy, corn-fed, fucking mm-hmm. bailing hay, driving a tractor, was born <laughs> to play football. Yeah. And tackle yeah. the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like him a lot. I think hopefully he actually develops. I mean, he, like I said, like there was that point last year where Vernon and Miles were out, and we were starting like Porter Gustin and Brian Cox, and he was playing really well. Porter Gustin, brother. Um, oh, I guess two other decently big cuts. Um, Haha, Clinton Dix got cut by the Cowboys, and everyone thought that meant they were signing Earl Thomas. Maybe it does, but like, maybe well, he just wasn't that good. Yeah, they also yeah, Earl Thomas hasn't been signed yet either, has he? <laughs> yeah, just because he's a cancer for the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Todd Davis, he's been the Broncos' starting linebacker for starting middle linebacker for a while, and um, he got cut. There's talks about him coming to Cleveland because he's got familiarity with Joe Woods, but we'll see. And that's 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 pretty much it. I can't think of anyone else big. Uh, Clowney is apparently going to maybe get signed by the Titans. We think it's like almost official. Yeah, as of right now, this very second, um, I can't, the, the reports came out of you know the reporters or whatever the verified people on Twitter. Saying, hey, uh, he's going to the Titans. It's a done deal. He's texting teammates. Teammates are texting him, whatever. And then another person came out and said, I'm talking to Clowney right now. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Yada, yada. Which is hard to it's hard to tell because like one of them works for ESPN. The one that's saying no. The other ones are like probably also work for ESPN or someone else. And they're also verified. Yeah. So I'm like, who do I listen to? Like, Clowney, you tell me. Tell me, Clowney. I'll put yeah. out the right info. So as of right now, it's the Titans. Could it be the Saints? Maybe. I don't know, but I think it's the Titans. Yeah. Um, so he's finally signed. Really, I mean, the only other big names out there still are Earl. And I don't know. There's some safeties out there still. I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns did make a move somewhere still. Like I said, with uh, Njoku, with all those tight ends there, maybe we trade a tight end. We'll see. I would trade a tight end. What was the rumor that – dude, some dude on Twitter – Who's got like who's like Cleveland yeah. Brown, Cleveland Brown Central or whatever the hell his name is? He has forty followers. He's like, I'm being told, I am being told that the Browns are gonna trade David and Joku for the fucking someone on the Jaguars. Miles, Miles Jack on the Jaguars. Let's so like, go. I looked. I went and then some other dude with like a couple thousand followers like quoted that tweet and they're like, 
this would be good. Like, I've seen this coming, blah, blah, blah. I was like, like, this dude has 40 followers. And he only has 40 followers because he tweeted that. You know, like, he had, like, yeah. 30 and then gained, like, 10. I was like, what? why then, are we listening to this guy? And then Jeff Lloyd, who, like, actually does reporting for the Browns, was like, yeah, don't trust this. <laughs> so Well, that was that was uh, a different – yeah, that was a different person. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, I, I, I trade in joking for Miles Jack every day of the week, for but real. I don't think that's going to happen. Sort my sources are telling me. Well, my sources are telling me you're a dumbass. <laughs> so, don't ask who my sources are. Yeah, yeah. My sources are also Sir Yacht's sources. Sir Yacht, Jesus Christ. Don't get me started <laughs> on that, dude. I stuck up for Sir Yacht, but he just got annoying. I unfollowed him. Yep. There we go. I didn't follow him before because I thought he was annoying. Keaton turned me around, was like, "Yeah, hey, he's pretty, he's fine. Like he makes videos, blah blah blah. Watch him, okay." So I followed him back. I put Watch up with him. him. I put put up with him for about a week, and I was like, "You know what, Sir Yacht, fuck off. That's it. <laughs> just That's get it. out of here. I just I can't handle you. You're just, yeah. you're too much. <laughs> Big Ten insider. Just stop it. Just stop it. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, you want to hate on me?" You want to hate on me? Go ahead. I embrace the hate. I'm, I'm right. I have the sources. And hate on me. And then, hey, I'm sorry because I actually was kind of wrong. But, like, I was kind of right. <laughs> but I was actually kind of wrong. And then and then something turns. I was fucking right. Uh, these are the sources. These, this is what's going to happen. The Big Ten's coming back. Blah, blah, Per source. Like, shut up. Shut up. Sir Yacht. And in all reality. Shut up. No one, does no one know what the fuck's going to happen. No. You don't, you don't I, know, sir. Yeah. I could easily go on Twitter and be like, I have a fucking source. It's telling me, or I could have, telling me football's going to happen. And it would have been 50-50, yeah. yes or no. That kind of like what Sir Yacht did. <laughs> I should have fucking done it. We'd have a million followers yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it? All hail Average Ike. I should change my name to that on fucking Twitter. Fucking Big Cat That's would be just... shouting me out. Let's just start a bunch of rumors. Bro, we uh, honestly, it, you could start a If it's like 50 50, like you, it could, could not, like as long as it's not leaning one way or the other, like you could easily just put it out there. And if it happens, you look like a fucking genius. Sir Yacht. Go back to your fucking the Browns, yacht. The Browns are trading David and Joku for Bobby Wagner per source. Per source, brothers. Per source. <laughs> don't, don't ask me what the source oh, is. Just, just, just trust the source. All right, we got way oh. off topic, brother. Gee, I hate him, dude. I hate him. Like I, I tried not to. I put out the video being like, "Sir Yacht," didn't acknowledge that shit. I'm cussing a lot. Sir Yacht got me heated, man. His TikToks are still funny, but that's I don't like... even like his TikToks. He's this is how he talks. Ready, ready. Number thirty-two on the list, Norwalk, Ohio. If you haven't been to the Freight House, check out their barbecue chicken or whatever the hell it is number 31 like he just like it's like i don't he just just talk bro like don't scream at me <laughs> yeah that's kind of accurate don't <laughs> no, thank you thank you we should make um, tiktoks we should get we should i wish it. i could just get paid to do nothing <laughs> and make stupid online videos and fake sources but i mean some of us are dream, adults right? here some of us are adults someone hire me i mean anyway um, what are we doing now? We're doing hard knocks. What do you got about hard knocks? This is Isaac's thing. I haven't watched hard knocks. Um, what are we going to do? Oh, no. The last hard knocks episode sucked. So we're not going to talk about hard knocks. I uh, heard it was good. It was not. 
it was just like okay, I don't want to say it sucked, but it wasn't like football. You know, it was mostly mm. about like the the social injustice and the I forget the guy's name. I guess I shouldn't forget his name. The, the Anthony the, Lynn. No, the guy oh. uh, the guy who got shot by the police officer seven times. Jacob um, Blake. Yes, Jacob Blake. It was mostly about <clears throat> people reacting to that, which mm. terrible. Oh, bro, you want to hear something right now? You want to hear something? <laughs> Listen. So, so I was at work today, all right? And mind oh, you, I, I work in a law enforcement capacity. So, like, mm-hmm. the law enforcement on a government installation, right? Mm-hmm. I call them security guards, but we carry the same things police do. We have guns, all that good stuff. So, technically, police work with some civilians who are, quote-unquote, police officers. So, technically, they've gone to a police academy. I am... I'm in our, like, headquarters building or whatever, and some people are talking, like, turning in their stuff as people are shift-changing. And, like, there is a person... There's three guys, okay? One of them is an officer. One of them is an officer soon-to-be sergeant. And one Mm -hmm. of them is a lieutenant. So, two... One big boss and one, like, going to be a supervisor. So... They're standing there talking about the Cowboys, how they're going to black out the end zones for, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and social injustice and whatnot, which I'm all for. They're going to follow the NBA's lead. Cool. So they're talking about that. And one of them goes, man, that's fucking, that, that's so stupid bullshit. I'm not watching football. And I, I said, to, I called him out. I said to him, I was like, I was like, so you're not going to watch football because they paint the end zones. And they have yeah. a few Black Lives Matter signs. Like, you're just not going to watch football because of that? I was like, he's like, yeah, man, it's stupid. I was like, because, I'm like, it's a, because, I'm like, this is why there's an issue. He goes, and then I, I go, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of like unsettling and scary coming from a person who works in a law enforcement capacity, <laughs> you yeah. know? And then after yeah. that, they were, you know, he, the, he, the lieutenant walked away and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding, man. I'm going to watch football, blah, blah, blah. So he was like, I was just fucking around, you know? Okay, whatever. And then the other two, the soon-to-be sergeant and officer over in the, you know, <clears throat> doing their thing, but I could, they're like fucking screaming, having their conversation. So they're talking about it, and the, the soon-to-be sergeant goes, Man, the social injustice. Well, yeah, yeah, the social injustice stuff is such bullshit. Everyone, they all just need to shut the fuck up. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is wrong with you? I was like, fat white guy. And so after I had done been got done doing what I was doing, I walked up to him as he was about to leave, and I was like, hey, listen, man. I was like, you know, the things you're saying about social injustice being bullshit, and how all of the people who are you know, preaching it need to shut the fuck up. I was like, that's kind of, that, 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 that's offensive. Okay. I was like, I have, my wife's a minority. I have plenty of friends who are minorities. You know, it's, it's just offensive, especially coming from someone in a law enforcement capacity when police brutality is one of the things that is an issue. And, uh-huh. to, and I just told him, I just said it to his face and he was just, okay, okay, okay. And then just walked away. Because like, I, he was fucking, 
it's stunned that I said something to him. I was like, you can say whatever the hell you want in your, like when you're private, but like this is a place of work, a, a place where we do law enforcement duties. You are technically a police officer, and you're about to be promoted to sergeant to look over other police officers, and you're saying this shit. I was like, what is wrong with you? And yeah. I, don't, I, I just don't, I don't understand, like, why, I don't understand why, like, protesting or, like, it's like protesting and stuff like that is only okay if it fits people's narratives. Yeah. Like, I would, like, like, and it's not like the cause is, like, you know, founded on, like, bad roots. Like, obviously, there's bad inequality in the world right now, and, like, people are protesting in very peaceful ways, and, like, they're just not okay with that and they won't support them anymore. Right. It's like athletes are just supposed to shut up and just, you know, play you, their sport and that's it. They're not people. It's it's insane to me. They're like, why am I have yeah. why do I have to see this? I'm just trying to watch football. Why do you gotta include all this other bullshit? I'm like, because it's an issue. And the yeah. vast majority of people in the NFL, NBA playing professional sports, whether you like it or not, little Timmy, who's five six and you know, plays fucking center, isn't gonna make it to the NFL. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like majority of these guys are minorities, are black black men are black women like it's it's just it, it boggles my mind like just mm-hmm. shut the fuck up and play like no that's 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 why there's an issue like because we don't talk yeah. about it kirk herbstreet mm-hmm. kirk herbstreet said it best today i think i can insert that right here kirk her, what kirk herbstreet said today on uh, college game day yeah lc I, I think that uh i agree with with all of what you guys are saying it's it's remarkable to see players have an opportunity to come together and that uh, this show and Maria has given them that platform to be able to express how they feel. And I think it's great. I, I also think that if, if you're a white player in these locker rooms, I think it's incumbent upon you to really help with the change. I saw Dylan Bowles there from Stanford involved. And I think, uh, you know, Trevor I, uh, Lawrence at Clemson has been involved. I think it's one thing to, to have rallies. It's, a, it's one thing to skip a practice because of social injustice. It's one thing for the NBA and the NFL uh, to miss games, to, to make a statement. Those things are great. But my question is, what's next? What, what, what does that lead to? You go back to practice the next day. Um, what, what will lead to change? And I really think, I was talking to David Shaw, the head coach at Stanford, uh, who, who really, he and I had a great talk. I love listening to, to his wisdom and his thoughts. And he shared a uh, a quote uh, to me and reminded me from Benjamin Franklin. He said, justice will be served. Justice will not be served until those who are unaffected are as outraged as those who are. And I think that that's what I mean when I think I, our, the, the black community is hurting. If you've listened and, and the, the word empathy and compassion over these last four months, how do you listen to these stories and not feel pain? And, and not, not want to help, you know what I mean? It's like the, wearing a hoodie and uh, putting, your, putting your, your hands at 10 and 2. Oh, God, I better look out because I'm, I'm, I'm wearing Nike gear. Like, what? What are we talking about? And so you can't relate to that if you're white, but you can listen and you can uh, try to help. Because this is not okay. It's just not. It's not. And uh, it, we just it, ha- we got to do better, man. We, we got to we got to we got to like 
lock arm in arm and be together in a football locker room, that stuff is gone. It, those barriers are gone. And uh, it just, we got to do it's, better. It's one of the things and why sports can be such a leader in this area. It's happened throughout history, uh, dating back uh, to Jesse Owens and Jackie Robinson and Muhammad Ali and uh, the number of changes that have been instituted and uh, awareness brought to because of sports. And there's a lot of good going on in college football. I know that even uh, the Navy players have met with police departments. There is hope. But the number one thing we all have to do is make sure our hearts are tender and open. And, and you heard him say it best. Kirk Herbstreit, you know, shared the quote from Benjamin Franklin or whoever and said, you know, until those who are affected are as outraged as those who are not affected mm-hmm. are, are out- as outraged as, as those who are affected, then there's not going to be any change. Yeah. And that is exactly mm-hmm. the story I just told was the people who yeah. aren't affected, all white males, just as an example, like aren't affected until they care and say, you know what? Good job on the NFL. Good on the NBA. We need to be seeing these things. This needs to be addressed. Like good on them mm-hmm. until that happens. There's an issue. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that's that's my story for the day. Not a political podcast. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, that's the point we're at, bro. Like that's the point we're at. Is like we we have to talk about this stuff because I don't want to be labeled as one of those guys who just wants to brush it off and not talk about it because it yeah. is an issue and I do care about it. Mhm. Yeah, and like that's the whole that's like that quote is like probably the best thing I've heard about everything going on. Yeah. Like it has to be one of the best things I've heard because like, I just think like we need more people to get to the point where it's like, instead of not caring, it's like, I know it doesn't affect me, but I understand why these people are protesting. Really? And we need to get to the point where even the people, like you just said, who, do, who it doesn't affect Instead of them being like, I understand, being like, yeah, go, I'm going to go out and protest with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there needs – you need to use your – I I don't want to – I like privilege, I guess. Yeah, privilege. Yeah. You need to mm-hmm. use your privilege to help those who are less privileged. Like, that's all it is, man. And, like, you've been given a gift with white skin yeah. for some goddamn reason. For some mm-hmm. reason, that's just how it is. I have white skin, so for some reason, some people – in the in the world see you as better than others and if that's not the case it just isn't yeah. i don't know like kirk was like lost for words like i'm lost for words like i don't understand why that's the thing like why what what are we doing you know yeah. and just because you say i'm not a racist i don't think that good like just preach it like today i could have easily not said anything to those guys i could have easily yeah. been like brushed it off been like they're idiots not going to say anything, but I said something to him because it's bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. that's what everyone mm-hmm. needs to do. You hear something, speak up. That's all you can do. The worst thing you can do is stay quiet. Yeah. Not a political podcast. Gosh, darn it. That was great though. Yeah. So, uh, um, Keenan Allen got extended. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's get into some, some contract extensions here real quick. And then we'll get to our, are we doing the 32 starter and running backs against Fournette? For oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, I guess, I mean, like, do you think Fournette's better than half of the starting running backs in the NFL? Yes. 
He, he, okay. Hey, listen. The Jaguars left a sour, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, him being on Jacksonville kind of put a sour taste in people's mouth. But, like, he is a top five draft pick, you know? And he has produced, you know? So. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go through it. I'm going to – I'll say a team name. I'll say the running back. Are we going to do contract extensions or no? We'll do that after. We're doing Fournette well, first. Well, why don't we just end it with Fournette instead of doing the picking the, the divisions? I'm game. Okay, yeah. Let's do the contract extensions. Then we'll do the Fournette thing to end it as be our one big piece because – Okay. I'm just, you know, we're, we're, we're all about 30 minutes in. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so Taylor Decker, uh, left tackle for the Lions, got a new deal. Uh, $85 million over four years, I'm assuming. I think so. I don't know. I think uh, it was six years. Six years. Six years. I think. I don't fucking uh, know. We suck at this. Um, hey, hey, you know, not a political podcast. Jesus, man. <laughs> Why can't I figure out his contract? Uh, I think it was an extension. $85 million. Just $85 yeah. Million. Yeah. Just give it to him. Taylor Decker, extension. X10 Express, extension. Extensions. Multi, multi-year extension. God damn it. <laughs> no, it's six years. Six All years. right, he got an six extension. Years. Nope, six years, $85 million. Six years, cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Nice, go Bucks. Uh, I, Left tackles. I Hell think yeah. that's good value. I think he's good. You know, he went to Ohio State, so he's got to be good in the NFL. I don't actually know much about how he's doing. He's I'm got sure sweet he's tats. In an extension. Yeah. Um, and Matt Stafford's going to be the GOAT this year, so that's cool. Um, Left tackles, baby. So Mixon got a very team-friendly deal, I feel like. Um, Four-year, $48 million, so about $12, $12 million a year, um, which puts him as the sixth highest-paid running back in the NFL behind McCaffrey, Zeke, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, and Derrick Henry. Yikes. Um, what do you think about that deal? I mean, it's good. I think he's better than Lev Bell. I think he's, at this point, brought well, – again, it's like some players in weird situations. Like Lev Bell, if he wasn't on the Jets, like who knows um, – David Johnson, like, who knows what's going to happen this year. I don't think he's better than Derek. Well, preferably. I do. I do. Uh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't like Derek Henry, personally. He I'm not a Derek Henry. If guy. I were building a team, he wouldn't be my kind of running back. Yeah, I'd rather have Joe Mixon. Very good at what he does, but he's not as Yeah, Joe Mixon's definitely a top like. 10 running back, so, like, yeah, it's well-deserved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, and I think just while while they got their QB on a rookie deal, why not you know satisfy your superstars? Um, Real quick, Keenan Allen got a four year, eighty million dollar extension, which is a lot. I think. I mean, like I I love Keenan Allen. Don't get me wrong, one of my favorite receivers in the NFL. Uh, He's now the second highest paid receiver. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how he went past Mike Thomas. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, but good for them. They like him. He's our guy. He'll end Um, his career there probably. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what, uh, and then, oh, big one. Deshaun Watson got his deal done. Um, so he's now the second highest paid QB in the NFL. Four-year, 160 mil. Your thoughts? I mean, it's the future of the NFL, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, no one, like we said, no one's going to pass surpass Patrick Holmes, Patrick Mahomes. At least for a while, you know the only per- the next person to pass Patrick Mahomes might be Patrick Mahomes, but that's not in ten years, so probably not. Um, um, Joe Burrow, did maybe. You forget maybe. about Baker Mayfield. Yeah, totally. No, um, yeah, well deserved. Tyler, maybe we'll see how he plays, but mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson's proven. You know he's he's a franchise guy, so good for him. Uh, if I I think that if if uh, Russell Wilson was 
in the same position contract coming up he would get yeah. more but yeah it is how it is how the micro it is what it is what it is how the market grows and good for him well deserved future of the league mm-hmm. i agree um it's it's just kind of one of those where you don't even have to think about it you pay him yeah basically and the texans yeah. have been overthinking a lot lately yeah they sure have um Dak prescott i do pissed. wonder right Has i wonder what be. this does for Dak. <laughs> has to be pissed off, Joe. You got franchise. Yeah. Although he is making what over forty million this year on the franchise tag, right? I think uh, it's over forty million um, uh, on the franchise tag. So, but he hasn't gotten his deal to be you know paid, paid like yeah. long term. Yeah, yeah. Just um, I just it's thirty two million. Oh, okay. Again, I guess not. Regardless, yeah. thirty two million. The oh, yeah. I, the issue is. This is the kind of deal that Dak wanted. He wanted the four year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's like, okay, I'll take, I'll take less than what forty million a year, but I want a four year deal so I can get a second con- or a third contract, right? And they're like, eh, no, you know, we want to lock you up. Let's lock you up. Deshaun Watson got away kind of with highway robbery here, thirty nine right. million a year for only four yeah. years, and Deshaun's been in the league for going on his fourth year right now. Mm-hmm. So, in year eight, he'll be a free agent again. He'll cash in. Yeah. He'll cash in big time, but it's going to be good on him. Just good on him. Yeah. He, um, he could end up making more than Patrick Mahomes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, my thing is I don't even have to think about who I'd take between Deshaun and Dak. I would take Deshaun all day. It's not even a question. I just um, – although like, I, we, we hate on Dak a lot, though. Like, and, you know, and Dak's a pretty good quarterback, but I just – I don't know. He's like – to me, okay, I think I'm lower on deck than a lot of people. He's like Kirk Cousins good to me. Oof. You think he's like – I, I have to that, think about if I would know? want Kirk Cousins over deck. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'd take like, Deshaun over both, obviously, but – Wentz or deck? Healthy Wentz, yes. Healthy Wentz. That is a big yeah. – <laughs> that's a big big question mark there. I don't know. It's just like in the back of my head, I say this all the time, I see Jerry Jones sitting in his office thinking about the fact that Aaron Rodgers might be off the Packers next year. Matthew Stafford might be off the Lions. There are a lot of options again yeah. next offseason for in the, the coming years. It's it's very intriguing. Would mm-hmm. I be – would I be shocked to see the deck somewhere else? No, I would not be. I wouldn't either. But no. we'll see. Yeah. That's it. Um, uh, that's it, man. Yeah, Let's get it. into Lenny Forn. That's Lenny Forns. That's my uh, new nickname for him. Okay, Leonard Fournette versus all of the starting running backs in the NFL. All right, so mm-hmm. I've got a list of running backs. I don't know if Google is super accurate, so pull up a list of all the teams. I got it. You got a list of all okay. the teams? <clears throat> all right, so give me the first team. Right, so we're gonna. So this Cardinals. is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do. Well, this was we wrote this down before Leonard Fournette was signed. So, we're, but we're still gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna take every starting running back in the NFL versus Leonard Fournette. Who would you rather have? So you said the Cardinals, yep. Kenyon Drake, Drake, or Leonard Fournette in that system? Kenyon Drake for me. Yeah, not even. So close. not even a question. Kenyon Drake. Oh, this one's good. Okay. Um. Falcons, Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette. Oof. You know, I was going to say Todd Gurley, but, like, is Todd Gurley 100%? Like, I don't know if, like, has he ever, you know, since the knee injury, has he been 100%? Is he ever going to be another, like, back to Todd Gurley? Uh, 
I think I'd still take Gurley. That's what I was going to say too. Is I think I'd rather have Gurley still. He was, he was pretty good last year. I think like people think he was a lot worse. Than he, he just was wasn't like MVP Gurley last year. Yeah, you know, he wasn't yeah. like the guy that came out and took the league by storm. Like he was still a decent, yeah. a good running back last year. So yeah, 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 um, yeah I'd o- take Gurley o- o for two for Fournette. Yeah, um, Panthers. I'm definitely taking Fournette over Christian McCaffrey. Duh. Yeah, Christian, obviously, <laughs> 0 for 3. I don't have to explain that one. Yeah, um, if you have to explain, the you're an idiot. Bears, I would e- Bears. easily take Leonard Fournette yeah. over David Montgomery. Yeah, easily. But Tariq Cohen, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely yeah, but, Leonard, Fournette. Yeah. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Um, some of these so are easy. Got, like, we got one. Um, yeah, so one Cowboys. Zeke. Shut up, Zeke. <laughs> um, Lions. Oof. Whoa. I would rather I'd take Fournette. Fournette easily over uh, on Johnson and Deont. Well, Swift. Dude, DeAndre I like Swift. DeAndre Swift might do something this year. Yeah, you've been trying to trade like... him to me in fantasy, and I just don't know if I want him. But <laughs> well, I don't want on, so we gotta we gotta work something out here. Anyway, um, it's kind of like I think it's the I, situation I only... more than anything. What's that? The situation in. Uh, Detroit is what scares me more than anything. Is like, what are they gonna do? Like, yeah. just pick one, you know? Like, give it to yeah. Carry On, give it to Swift. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think I'd rather. Oh, at this very moment, not knowing what Swift can be, I'd take Fournette. I'm t- right. Yeah, I agree. Um, Packers, Aaron Jones, not a question. My boy, <laughs> AJ. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rams. Uh, uh who is it? Uh, you what's know what? His name? Cam Akers all day. Yeah, I don't Akers. care. I like Fournette, but I have this weird love affair with Cam Akers. So I would I would say Leonard Fournette there again. You know, you don't really know what you have with Cam Akers. So. Oh, you you know what you have, man. I'm just well, you can make the uh, <laughs> See, I said you make that with uh, DeAndre Swift. You can make that argument. So. Yeah, but I just I think the Rams system really doesn't fit Fournette at all. Really. Well, like okay, I fine. could see him fitting on the Lions, but like I don't know. Anyway. Uh, the Vikings, Dalvin Cook, again, don't need to explain that one. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Saints, Kamara, Giants, Stupid. Barkley. Stupid. Eagles, Sanders, right? Hang on, wait. How many have we said we'll take Fournette? We said the Lions, we well, said the Bears, and we said... You said the... You said the uh, yeah, I'll take the Rams. Yeah. Lion, ba- Lions, Bears, Rams, that's it? Yeah. So three. Yeah. Okay, three so far. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Sanders? Prime or... Honestly, probably yeah. Miles Sanders at this point. Yeah, um, I agree. Forty Niners. So, uh, I like Raheem Mostert. I do. Uh, I take Fournette. Yeah, but I'd rather have Fournette over whatever whoever's starting the there. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I just think I I'm not trying to hate on those guys because I think they're good running backs, but I think the system has a lot to do with how good they are. Yeah, it's just I don't really know what. Um, what's going on there? Yeah. Um, so we're at four now, right? Three still. Or no, no, four because 49ers, yeah, four. Yeah. Um, Seahawks. I love Chris Carson. You can't talk me out of it. We're staying at four. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> now you can the have team five. Got, uh, nope, we're just staying at four. We're, we're a team here. Um, the team he got signed by, the Buccaneers. I don't, I, don't, I don't really like Ronald Jones, to be honest with you. Like, what has yeah. he done, to be yeah. honest? He was in, he was in a, a position battle with 
freaking uh, he's on the he's on the I mean Washington football team now. Peyton Barber. Yeah, he was in a position battle with Peyton Barber. Like, come on, yeah. guys. I think I think Tampa Bay. He's gonna be the starter without a doubt. Maybe not week one. Maybe they're gonna be like, well, you know, uh, Pey- or Rojo's our guy. Ronald Jones is our guy. But before long, Leonard Fournette's gonna be the guy. So. Oh wow, me. Peyton Barber made the team. That's surprising. Yeah. So. Um. Made the football team. Anyway, so we're at five now. We're at um, five, yeah. The football team, the Washington football team. Yeah. I like Adrian Peterson, but he's, he's not, not there anymore. anymore. So yeah. uh, probably Fournette because I don't know what Gibson is. Like, who? what is yeah. Gibson? And then I don't like uh, – well, Darius Geis isn't there anymore. Bryce Love is always hurt again. So We don't no know really anything about any, that backfield the, pretty the much. The Washington football team is – all, all sorts of effed up, so we'll just throw Fournette on there to make it even a little more effed up. So six, yeah, so we're there's six. six. All right, all right. Ravens, no. Hell no. no. I would no. take the Ravens. I would take all three Ravens running backs over Fournette. Maybe, maybe the first. Okay, maybe not three. Uh, the first two, I would take over Fournette. Yeah, yeah. I would take Ingram and uh, J.K. over Fournette. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the Bills, I would take Fournette over Moss or Singletary. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big Singletary guy. Yeah, I don't think Singletary's got it. I mean, Singletary is gonna be. Uh, let me okay. think. Let me compare. You know, who could I compare him? Kind of like a Tariq Cohen, but like a little bigger type dude. You know, like yeah. a like a little a uh, little bit of a little bit of spicy spicy tuna roll. Like a you, you know what? what I can't really think. Like a worse like a like a like a no not a Duke Johnson like a Chris Thompson. There we go. Like a Chris Thompson. In his prime. Because yeah. Chris Thompson yeah. back in the day was, listen, he was a fantasy stud, to be honest with you. Yeah. Or he was always that guy that, like, I don't even know if he got dropped or, like, you just had him or you picked him up in, like, the middle of the season and, like, he, he was just, like, a, a good a guy. He never got drafted, but then you picked him up and it, he just, like, produced for your team all year and he was always the starter. But mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but Chris Thompson, he, he reminds me of Chris Thompson. He kind of reminds me of Damian Williams. A little bit. Just like not as explode. I don't know. I'm not a big Singletary fan. End of day, Fournette. Um, so that's seven. Okay. Bengals, no. Mixon's yeah, way no. better. Um, the Browns wouldn't take him over the top two. I'd take Dontrell Hilliard for no. <laughs> no, we He got cut, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, the Broncos is an interest. No, no I'd you, probably you take You got Gordon. Melvin Gordon and curly-headed fuck. Uh Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, Philip Lindsay. I'd take I'd take Fortnite over Lindsay, but I like I don't Gordon, even know if so. I do that. I like Philip Lindsay. Yeah. I do. Okay, either way, no. Right, um, regardless, no. Okay. The Houston Texans. <laughs> so you got David Johnson and Duke Johnson. Uh I guess it really just comes down to are you a David Johnson believer or not? I kinda am, but like I'm also kind of a Leonard Fournette believer. Yeah. I I just I've liked David Johnson since you know back when he was great. Uh, oh yeah, but I just I think it's just a feel good story. Like you just want to see David Johnson do good again. So like yeah. I, I want to say David Johnson, but like in reality, like do we? I don't know. <laughs> if I am building a team tomorrow, well yeah. Probably... If, if you're gonna build a team, Fournette's younger. Fournette's you know Fournette, I guess. I'm 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 more comfortable in saying Fournette will be solid, but I think David Johnson could be like Fournette definitely has a higher floor. David Johnson has a higher ceiling, I think. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah. So what are we saying? I don't know. What, what, are, what are we saying? Uh, Bill O'Brien, what are you saying? Um, Hang on a second. Wait. 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 I don't have a coin. I gotta flip a coin. Uh oh. Wait. Um. Okay, we can flip can this Google thing. It. Here, we'll flip this thing. All right. This this side is Fournette. This this side is Johnson. Don't they look the same? No, or like one I of them is like invented. Oh, okay. 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 So like the out the Audi is Fournette. The Innie is Jamie okay. Johnson. Okay. Oh shit! shit, shit, shit. Wait, <laughs> read, read it, read it. The Innie, David Johnson. All right. We're taking We're David, Johnson, with David Johnson. Seven. I don't know if that's the right move, but you know what? Whatever. Um, who's next? Who we got? Okay, we got the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor's going to be rookie of the year, brother. Yeah. And Marlon Mack uh, is decent, too. I would probably... I'm betting on Taylor here. Yep, Taylor all day. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, absolutely, yes. but he's not a fit there because of culture, yeah, I guess. So I don't we'll know. Put but, him in there. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Clyde Edwards. I, I wasn't a believer. I was just like, I don't really know about him that much, and I don't know if he's going to be good in the NFL, but I drafted him fifth overall yesterday, so we're got to go with him. Clyde. I'm still not... I'm st- okay, okay, okay. On that team, absolutely, Edwards Alaire. Well, yes. I'm still Chiefs. not a believer from the sense that Clyde Edwards Alaire deserved to go in the first round. I just think the talent around him is going to elevate him so much. Um... So, yeah, let's stick with Alaire. He fits the system better. Um, Raiders, Josh Jacobs. I'd take Josh Jacobs all day. Definitely. Um, so wait, wait, Chargers, we're, we're Eckler. At, we're, at, we're at seven or eight? Eight. Eight, yes, eight. Uh-huh. Chargers, Eckler. Eckler right. all day. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins, Jordan Howard. I would take Fournette for sure. I'd take Fournette for sure. Yeah. yeah. Nine. So there's nine. The New England Patriots, I'm taking Fournette over yeah, Damian Harris definitely. or James White or whoever's starting there. Yeah, it's just another team um, that's just like, I don't really know what's happening over there. Kind of like yeah. the, the Washington. Yeah. Um, the Jets. Lev Bell. They're about the same for me. Like, well, let's, let's be honest. So, Lev Bell, it, I think he could still be a top five running back. It's just, he's on the goddamn Jets. <laughs> Did you take him in fantasy? I did. I did. Yeah, you told me not to take him. Did and I? And then you took him. No, no. Uh-huh. When? Actually, I think it was... Okay, no, what happened was around earlier you told me not to take him, but he's... Okay, I, I forget. I told he you not to take around. him back there, and then he stuck around because no one wanted him, and yeah. I was like, it was either him or, like, I don't even know, like some third-string receiver or, like, yeah, some... Yeah. I was like, uh, so I had to take him. Okay, uh, James Conner. Fournette. I'd take, I don't I like James probably Conner. take Fournette. Yeah. Yeah. Fournette. So we're um, at 10. I, for fantasy purposes, I mean, Fournette. like. Well, yeah, but I think Connor's fine in fantasy. I just don't actually like him as a running back. I don't like him either. Um, So what we what, what are we at? 10? 10. Derrick Henry. Taking Derrick, Derrick Henry. Henry. <laughs> okay, so we only got 10. So we wouldn't take him over half the league. Damn, we suck. All right, well, sucks. see you guys next episode. No. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. That's all, folks. But, yeah, I mean, that's really all that we have. Uh, yeah. So, here, here, um, here, quote for the show. What, you got something to say before I do this? Nope. We got more fantasy drafts coming up. 
more fantasy drafts coming up. Uh, yeah, so uh, next episode we're going to do divisions. And uh, quote of the show, we would only take Leonard Fournette over 10 starting running backs in the NFL, including himself. And with that, shower thoughts with Jeeves Wyman. All righty. So my co-host, Isaac, said this shower thought fits what we're going through in life right now. So being an adult is eating the crust, not because you love like it because you paid for it i really hate being an adult i'm i want to be sir yacht i hate him because i ain't him because i want to do nothing and make fucking tiktok videos and talk about sources and whatnot follow us on twitter hit us up it's just ah later <laughs>